Hey, welcome back to another Get Geekish podcast. Thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, you know, with all the uh, uh, social distancing and self-quarantining, we are following the rules because we are in different areas. I'm Bino, joined by Derek on the phone here. Hey. Yes, yeah, hey, hi to the people, I'm in Derek. my own personal bubble here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, frankly, I feel like we all should take a note from Bubble Boy, right? And just kind of like stay away from people. <laughs> Who knew that movie was going to be a life lesson? <laughs> but I uh, feel like I want one of those bubble suits right now. Anyway, that would be kind of nice. Be, at least, be, at least, be fun. Go to the go to the lake or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but for this week's podcast, we figured we'd you know jump on the bandwagon because just about everyone in in the world at this point is slightly affected by this uh, COVID nineteen and coronavirus thing, and there's quarantines and self imposed quarantines and social distancing and things closing down. So. Derek had this lovely idea there of discussing what this would have been like had this happened in the 90s when we were kids. And not not in a, you know, better or worse situation of the old man on the front porch yelling at kids nowadays, but just how things were different <laughs> back then versus the way they are now. Because now we have we're blessed with technology and internet connections, you know, so many of them. Not I can't say everybody, but there's so many more people that have access to communication tools, the internet, streaming services, all these things that they can keep themselves entertained with in their home. So it feels like it's uh, slightly easier to deal with in in the entertainment sense than it would have been in the 90s. Because well, what? and it's easier to stay connected, too. Yeah. Back then, anyone, anyone didn't have Remember back, back in the day, you had to dial your friends, hope they're home, they're not home. You're like, okay, and if you had, if you're one of the lucky few to have the internet, you had to hope that some one of your friends was online, or else you'd just be in a chat room talking to bots and who knows what else. So. And you couldn't do it all day long too, because you only had so many minutes before your America Online account ran out. <laughs> you know, those those made great frisbees. They did. Little they discs did. They sent you. Yeah, so... Hey, yeah. That, there's something right there. You could play Frisbee with the American Online disc in the 90s. There you go, yeah. To, to explain <laughs> to any of the, the younglings that went around for that, and back, back in the day, internet chat rooms around there, and had things like America Online, CompuServe, Prodigy, and things like that. And we get these little free discs in the mail that we have to put in the computer to sign up for service. You'd sign up for America Online, and you'd have 10 free hours or 20 free hours to use on the internet for a month. And once that time was up, they would start charging out the wazoo to get that. That's easily a day now. Can you believe that? Like, it's funny to look back on that and go, oh, man, I got an hour on the Internet. That's This is crazy. There's so much to do. And then you're like, oh, man, I can't believe that's an hour. Now you're like, four hours passed? What have I been doing? Yeah, you, you were like watching the minutes back then. Because it was also, I mean, it was going on. I was stoked when I got my 56K modem, uh, which, you know, <laughs> you could download a picture in under a minute. And now we can stream it. You know, I think my compute, my wire, my laptop wireless now is pulling down 320 megabits per second. So, slightly different world we live in at that. I can push a button and say, "I want to watch a brand new ultra high definition movie." Let me watch it. All right, make it happen. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. Is like you know, if this would have happened in the 90s, okay, we had the quarantine, right? People are working remotely. It would have been a lot more difficult to do. Back then, obviously, especially with a lot of the technology jobs, like, you know, my job, I have to use a computer. So I'm luckily enough to have a laptop and Internet to be able to do my job in the 90s. That wouldn't have happened. It would have been a lot more difficult. I don't think there would have been 
people working remote? Would they still be in the offices or would they just be shutting down? There would have been some people that worked remote. They would have shut a lot of things down, but it was, I mean, the jobs had to be done by phones would be a lot more phone calls and meetings like that. But as far as documents, that would have meant taking a computer home or a typewriter home, typing something up and then sending it to somebody or bringing it to somebody else. There wouldn't be, oh, let me just type an email and let you know. It would be like, oh, well, let me let me take this home and I'll write it out and then I'll type it up and the next time I see you, I'll bring it and then you can proofread it and then give it back to me and I'll retype it. And it, Yeah, it, it would not have worked as fluidly as it does now. Because I'm not going to say there's still not problems nowadays, but it, it couldn't right. have happened. There's a lot of people that just could not have done, just, oh, I'll just do my job from somewhere else. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is crazy thing about it, especially sitting here too, you know, like being able to, on my lunch break, fire up the Xbox and go, all right, which game do I want to, you know, you have all these games on the man, you have all these discs. I don't know about you, but, and, and I'm pretty sure we actually, have, we've talked about this before, being a kid, you didn't have games that you back and call because one, your parents were paying for them unless you saved up your allowance for it. And they weren't cheap back then. Two, you had to just deal with what you got. Yeah, they were all cartridge-based. There was no updates or added content, and you bought a cartridge, and mm-hmm. that was the game that you played. So, in, like, I think in my heyday, I probably had uh, probably 20 Master System games and 10 Genesis games or 50, something like that. Yeah, not, that not, was, that not was, to the extent that we have now. Yeah, and that was all I had to play. And the, the fact of back then when we got those and you got a new game, I don't know if you're like me, but you got that cartridge and you played it nonstop until you either beat it or were so sick of it you never wanted to play it again. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I could probably get to the last level of Sonic 2 in my sleep. I, that, that was the one that I played the most of because I, I think with the Master System I had maybe like 20 games or so. For the Genesis, I had just a handful. So I had, if I can remember, I had Joe Montana, 94, which, you know, you can only play a football game for so long. Mm-hmm. Sonic 2, Earthworm Jim, which there's a certain level on there that just made me mad all the time. Um, Lethal Enforcers, which uses the light gun. And then I think Street Fighter 2. And then Vector Man and maybe one other one. But those are the ones that I remember the most of because those are the ones I played the most of. <laughs> oh, I think I had bass fishing too. <laughs> you actually so, owned a bass fishing video game? <laughs> yeah, I did. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that's the other, of those games back then. We didn't. We never had things like save points too. So when you played, you played it from start to finish. So when you say you could get to so- the last level of Sonic by memory, it was because you played it on repeat over and over again. And once you get that third death, you're like, oh crap, I've got to do the entire game over again. And it's just so funny, too, because now I'm thinking, like, you know, I have Game Pass on the Xbox, which has over 100 games that you can download, you mm-hmm. know, because you're subscribed to it. So you can download it and just play them, and if you're like, eh, I want to play something different, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Go back to the 90s, you're stuck. Yep. You're like, oh, I don't want to play Sonic again. Come on. And, and back at that time, it was much more common that most households had one gaming system and one TV. So mm-hmm. say you had a sibling in the house that wanted to play their game, you had to sit there and watch them play their stupid game <laughs> while you couldn't do anything about or yours. If your parents, or if your parents were home and they wanted to watch their soaps. Yeah. I gotta watch Geraldo! Turn your game off! Come on, Mom! It's the last level! Parents, I can't save it! 
parents don't understand the online gaming phenomenon now, and parents didn't understand gaming when we were kids either. Just parents will never understand. I'm, wait, I'm waiting to find out what part of I don't understand for my kids' gaming. Yeah, that'll be funny in 20 years, 30 years. Tell them to do something. I can't do that. I don't understand. <laughs> what do you mean you can't get up and do the dishes? <laughs> Uh, and I, you brought up a good point too of of television and movies and entertainment. Nowadays, people are complaining because they don't have enough to watch and they're bored when they're stuck at home. But they have access to literally tens of thousands of shows, whether it be cable services, streaming services, Vudu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Google Play, Disney Plus, HBO Go, all these things like. Literally tens of thousands of things that can be watched on demand anytime, entire movies, entire seasons of TV shows, and people are still struggling to find things to watch and keep themselves entertained. Back in the, the it's, 90s. It's really weird. Uh, what, what's, what's really weird? Well, it's really weird because you, you look at it, and you're exactly right. It's the, uh, I'm bored, there's nothing to watch when the world is at your fingertips. And, you know, they rewatch The Office or Friends, and then they're just sitting there just staring at it, not doing anything. They just have it on. When there's tons and tons of stuff that they could be watching. I mean, I think as you were just going to point out, like, when we were kids, you woke up, and if you were home, like, first note day or whatever, you woke up, there was reruns of MASH, Bewitched, I Dream of Genie, then the news, and then maybe a couple of cartoons, and then there was daytime television. Of course, we had the joys of growing up with Bob Barker on The Price is Right, which killed an hour of our day. And we knew, you know, the price of hand soap, thanks to that show. But then after that, you had, like, People's Court and Judge Judy and just really boring stuff that you didn't want to watch because you only had limited channels unless you were lucky enough to have cable. But even still, cable wasn't nearly what streaming is oh no back back then the basic channels you were out you had like what like six or seven channels maybe and if you got cable you had about 30 to 50 channels and then if you had like the premium your parents were rich cable you had about 65 channels <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know how many times like i was sitting there if i was if i was stuck at home because i was sick or a snow day or whatever no days didn't really happen so sick you know after bob bark you're like oh what am i gonna do for five hours because you know afternoon cartoons didn't come on until about three or four so you know that was one of those do i nap do i clean do i fire up the sega genesis do i what do i do nowadays i'm looking back at that going if i had what i had now i would i don't think i'd ever been bored you hear that, kids? <laughs> but at the same point, having well, all this stuff, I think, is also part of the detriment of why so many people are uh, you know, having problems entertaining themselves and yeah. keeping themselves amused all day because they have, they're used to having this constant barrage of all kinds of entertainment, not just available, but pretty much forced in front of them constantly. And now they're stuck in one spot. And the idol sitting by of trying to think of what should I do? Uh, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> what? I think it's, I think it's maybe it's the too many choices, you know, 
because sometimes I get that. I'll look at it and be like, man, I have too many games I need to play because I haven't beat them. So and then I just like, I don't know which one to play, and then I don't end up playing any of them. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's maybe it's that type of thing of like they're looking at Netflix and they're overwhelmed. And they look at Hulu and they're like, oh, I don't know what to watch, and then they just. You know, that's that's the whole. Uh, that maybe that's the conundrum of being stuck in one place too. Me, I look at it, and go, okay, I actually have time. Fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, for, unfortunately, I guess <laughs> I still have to work, so I can't really sit there and take care of my backlog of video games. So there's that, but yeah. you know, and there's that sense of uh, connection. I think if if anything, watching people's Facebook feeds from around the world the last few weeks is that people really, really yearn for that human connection with other folks. And when there's when there's so when there's so ironic that everyone can connect to each other, but they feel less connected. Yes, <laughs> you know, S- slightly. Yeah. Before this even happened, you you go to a restaurant and you see a whole bunch of people on their phone. They're all sitting at the same table, but they're on their phone. Now that everybody's told to be apart, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm just interacting with people." I'm like, "But you didn't really do it to begin with." <laughs> yeah. You're just doing what you did before. You're just not in proximity anymore. Well, it works out. <laughs> But uh, I think that it ties into what we talked about the entertainment a few moments ago, the fact that a lot of these entertainment things, whether it be movies, TV shows, video games, yeah, you like them all, but it's really fun when you're into the same thing as somebody else and you can talk about it. And there's so many different options now that you can, if you just pick up a game, oh, I'll, t- I'll play this and I'll talk to my friends about it, there's a good chance they're going to go, oh, that sounds stupid, okay, cool. And then it's it was it's almost like wasted time. Because that yeah. time you spent doing it didn't lead to anything other than, wow, I beat a video game and nobody cares. Okay, um, guess I'll play another one. So having to find those common grounds, like if you watch TV shows that none of your friends watch, it's tough to talk about them with. If you play video games that none of your friends play, it's tough to talk about them with. And I think it, may, it goes back to what you're saying. It's almost there's too many choices where people get overwhelmed and then don't want to choose the wrong thing. <laughs> And they wait to find out a recommendation from somebody else and wait to hear somebody else tells them something they need to watch, read, or play before they'll actually jump on board and do it. That's very true. Um, I don't know about you, but, like, growing up, if if you were, you know, even on, like, summer break, if you were stuck at home with your parents or, or whoever, and you said the famous two words of, I'm bored, mm. Did you get that look of like, well, I'll find something for you to do? Yeah, it was either here's chores or get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting at, what, day three of the quarantine? And technically it's spring break right now, but my yeah, daughter not- came out and she's like, I'm kind of bored. I'm like, uh, excuse me? You're bored? You don't know how good you have it, kid. <laughs> That's exactly what your father told you, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and see, I haven't even felt it yet because uh, I'm a, an essential personnel where I work, so I've still been going into work. It's a public service facility, so it's a different different ball game. But I still haven't been the stuck at home yet, and our area is not even under quarantine yet. It's just under social dis- distancing and please stay at home so far. So we haven't got hardcore like Italy has or Spain has or parts of uh, – but San Francisco and San Jose and Washington and things like that. So it's, it's probably going to get worse here. And it'll be once yeah. once it becomes you can't leave, it's going to change things up a little bit than like right now we're still in you shouldn't leave mode unless you need to. <laughs> yeah, it's going to it's going to be interesting especially since like after she said I'm bored, I, you know, I did the whole like 
well, you can clean this, you can clean this, you can clean your room. And then I was like, oh, my God, I've become a parent. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm, like, trying to think back of when I was a kid, like, what did I do? Because, we, like we've been talking about, we didn't have these luxuries of everything on demand and streaming. So, you know, I'm pretty sure I, I would watch, um, like, if it was a consecutive days, like on one day I would watch probably all three Indiana Jones, and the next day it would be the original Star Wars. And then, you know, you just go through movies and, you know, back then there were VHS, so you had to rewind them. And you were stuck with what you had. So I don't know how many times I've seen Indiana Jones and the original Star Wars because, you know, you homesick and you're just watching on a repeat and Three Musketeers. um, Let's see what my go-to were those movies, Three Musketeers and Ninja Turtles. Ah, yes. And then occasionally, occasionally Three Ninjas. So if I go for it early... yeah, and it happened to which ones you have, too, because there was the blockbusters and stuff like that. But again, if you were in quarantine like now, you wouldn't be driving to Blockbuster to get a movie. Um, nope. But the number of VHS tapes you owned was same thing like video games. There was probably, you know, 10, 20, 30, maybe, maybe 50 if your family was really into movies of different movies or in the house. And half of them were movies you didn't like because they were your parents' movies. So you had your stack of like, here's 10 movies I love. I'm going to watch them over and over and over and over and over and just keep going. That's why so many of us uh, in, in our demographic, I believe, can actually communicate with nothing but movie quotes. <laughs> that's, that's actually a, probably a good point. Uh-huh. Watch them over and over. Yeah, we, especially you and I, we have a weird 90s, 80s movie like quote catalog. Mm-hmm. Because I still watch things over again. Back back in the day when I worked at a video store, I actually, me and my uh, friend that worked there, we actually had a mission to try and watch all the movies in certain sections. So we oh, would geez. we would come home at the end of a shift of the week with a stack, you know, ten high of movies, with the goal of we were going to watch every movie in the comedy section of this store, and and you know it would just take months to go through, but we would just watch them all. But we'd still and on top of those, we'd be watching them just to say we watched them, but then going back and watching the ones we really love on top of that. <laughs> so even though I'm watching Ghostbusters once every three weeks because I love it, I'm watching thirty five other movies in between it. <laughs> That explains a lot about your movie taste. I have a problem. You like some weird ones. So, okay. Say there's, there's those days, because I think you had the same days that I did. It's like when you're a kid and you're stuck in the house, um, you know, you're bored to TV, you, you, you don't want to read, you don't want to play video games, or maybe the power's out, you can't do that. So what do you do to entertain yourself? Like, what should some people do right now to, like, kind of, kickstart their imagination or do something i was thinking like a, a fort maybe forts were always good i we did love setting up uh they, we had, they weren't airsoft guns but they were little guns that shot little pellets and discs at each other so we'd set up forts and have mm. entire uh little wars throughout the house ticked out the parents because they had to find those little pieces of the vacuum cleaner for months uh had another game called i think we called it blizzard where you, wow, this is going to sound a lot worse than it really was. Because <laughs> you, you'd get down to like swim trunks or like just shorts and then cover yourself in blankets. And then we had these super big high-powered fans and we put one on each side of the, fan, of the blanket so it would just be sucking air through this tube by the air conditioner. So after it was on for three or four minutes, the inside of this big sheet and comforter was probably, 
you know, 30, 40 degrees cooler with a 40 mile an hour breeze blowing through it and just, you know, pretended you were in the Arctic. It was something to do. Don't laugh at me. What in the world? <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing this kid shivering in a whole bunch of blankets because they think this is a fun game. Well, again, it was trying to waste time. That's true. We that's made, that's ma- actually probably very true. We made movies. We made our own versions of Home Alone and Die Hards and made up our own scripts for movies and things like that and tried to reenact them with video cameras. Uh, uh, we, we were did. lucky enough to have a video camera. Now we have one. Well, I didn't you know, have one, but my friends, my friends had one. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, but see, that's even a thing, too. Is now, like, if, if the quarantine was in the 90s, your friends wouldn't be allowed over. That is true. You can't make a movie so by yourself, find... especially with the old movie cameras. <laughs> that's true. You'd have to find something something to do, like, with just whoever you're stuck with, I guess. See, that's, that's where I think I was a uh, oh, an introvert, to say the least, when I was a, a young one, if you can't tell. So my escape was comic books and drawing. Sometimes I would draw what was in comic books. Sometimes I would just make up doodles and draw pictures. But I literally lost myself in just trying to doodle and create character, cartoon characters and things like that. We'd go so far as to make, like, invent new characters for a game. At the time, it was Mega Man. So I'd draw an entire poster of 20 or 30 different evil Mega Man villain bots that I think should be in the future video games or something like that. And, I could see people jump on that. Now jump on a fandom for a video game. They'll jump on Overwatch and try and create a new Overwatch character or jump on, you know, anything along those lines just as a, a creative outlet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and one of the things, too, is like, you know, I was thinking, I still kind of, I still have an active imagination, but back when I was a kid, man, you know, being an only child, growing up in a podunk town that didn't, you know, we didn't have internet, we didn't have cable, we had one paved road and there was like, I think a handful of kids that lived in that town. So, you know, I spent a lot of time in my room by myself, you know, playing with like my action figures and like I had a board game that I turned into like a little dungeon thing. So I did a lot of like reenactments that way where I'd reenact a show or a movie or I'd come up with my own. I suck at drawing. So I did not attempt to do that at all. I, if I drew, I'd make like little flip books of stick characters or I'd make like my own little story with stick characters of, you know, like it was usually Mortal Kombat. So it'd be like frame by frame type of thing with a little story. Mm-hmm. But went through a lot of red colored pencils doing that. Um, <laughs> it, it, it is one of those two. The other one was I would, I would, you know, sit on my stupid inflatable chair that I had because I thought it was so cool. And, Oh, had, every, everyone had an inflatable through. chair in the 90s. Everybody. I know. <laughs> I know, right? I'd sit there and try to get through Sonic as fast as I can or figure out new ways to get through through um, different games. And then, you know, when the PlayStation came around, I had, I think, just two games for that and a whole bunch of demo discs. So, you know, I learned the ins and outs of certain levels of games that I never even purchased because of demo tips. I can beat the first level of Crash Bandicoot, no problem. <laughs> you get the game, you're like, what the heck is the rest of this game? <laughs> There's more? You can, also, you can also learn some weird, stupid human tricks 
uh, being a loner when I was young, stuck in my house, I that's how I learned to wiggle my ears and to uh, use my eyebrows so uh, individually. <laughs> like what you're it's, saying is- it, it sounds weird. I wanted to be able to wiggle my ears, so I sat in front of my mirror, and this went on for hours, and figured out that if I smiled really, really big and opened my eyes, my ears moved a little bit. So I'd sit there and just do that for three or four, five, ten, twenty minutes of just smiling really big and make my ears move. And then I'd do that while I was like holding my eyebrows down. And then I'd do that while I was holding my cheek muscles down. And I, I swear, I it took me like three or four weekends, but I probably spent six or eight hours just sitting in front of a mirror, like manhandling my face, trying to make my ears move till I figured out how to get the right muscles and trained myself how to do it. You too, kids, with this with this now. kind of effort, could uh, have this. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you with Beano's stay-at-home guide wiggling your ears. You too can wiggle your ears in no time flat. Well, same thing. Like uh, if there's a, a sport or something like that. I mean, you want to learn how to do basketball? If you get a basketball hoop around, go shoot free throws for a couple hours until you're really good at it. <laughs> Just stay away from people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else did I do when I was young that was weird? <laughs> I mean, that's a long list. How much time do we have? Because, you know, it was one of those two. I look back at when I was a kid and the stuff I used to do. You know, I would go around with my Nerf guns and pretend I'm shooting ghosts in the house. You know, I didn't grow up in a big house. Again, this was, you know, not with any friends. So I'd just go around and shoot Nerf darts at the things and the dogs would eat them and I'd have to chase them. And I was a weird kid. Mm-hmm. Which explains a lot, actually. Maybe the rest of the world will well, understand us now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now you know what we went through. Well, the thing, too, is when you were saying that you you know, used to get in with those uh, foam guns, getting fights and everything, I'm like, maybe I should order some Nerf guns online real quick and just have a family brawl. Yeah, that works out. And uh, that's the other thing of now, too. You could still just order something and get it to you with the quarantines back then. If you couldn't go to stores, you were SOL. You couldn't mail order anything. If you're going to mail order something, you'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe 8 to 12 weeks it might show up. Right. Where's my invisible glasses? There was no Amazon that dropped something off at your door. If anyone has a ping pong table, if you've got a fold-up side, just fold up one side and you can play ping pong with yourself. Reflexes. Get some good. Force gum style? Mm Mm-hmm. I spent many hours playing ping pong with myself. When I, we're not going to go into depression again here. <laughs> <sighs> so, so yeah, that, I mean, you're you're we we nailed some things. I mean, and you're right too with the whole delivery thing of like, oh, I, we're kind of out of groceries. I don't really want to go to the grocery store. We can just order it and have it dropped off. Now, obviously, some places are stopping like they're limiting you know deliveries and whatnot and everything like that but yeah but you can still get food still, if you need to go out there and things like that it's not yeah we're not a martial law lockdown with chemical weapons oozing under the cracks of the door or anything like that but but i mean things, a lot of things are different and you know for the good for the bad you know however you want to look at it and it's kind of nice to remind ourselves especially our generation if you're listening to this and you're like uh, stuck in the house. Just you know, think back to when you were a kid, and you had to stay home for whatever reason. You know, try to come up with ideas and, and you know, carry it on. Carry the tradition on of you know you being maybe that weird kid that was, I don't know, dancing 
to hip hop in your room while shooting Nerf guns at the wall. I mean, you know, I did, I'm not saying I did that, but uh-huh, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that that would be my advice to anybody: is we all, you know, can say we get by watching these things online on our computers, on our phones, on our TVs, being entertained. But how much? cooler is it when you can actually be the one that's adding to that stuff it's like it, it's, it's becoming cre- becoming a creator right now there's going to be weeks or months where there's a huge audience of people that are looking for something else to entertain them and why not learn something new it, it, like figure out something you have to offer the rest of the world if you want to show it to them or just do it for yourself but i think that's the best way to stay sane is that if you can create something you're going to feel a lot more accomplished in life. You go through three days and like, what have you done? I've watched 17 different shows on Netflix and beat four video games. You're, let's, let's be honest, you're not going to feel terribly accomplished the rest of your life. But you come out of it and you've got a new hobby or a new skill. You learn how to was it, crocheting, knitting, drawing, painting, acting, finger puppets, American Sign Language, what? foreign language. <laughs> and that's the thing too is like, you you know like we said you have the world at your fingertips as of right now you know every, you know most people have internet still youtube a video of how to crochet how to do sign language something like that yeah you can still play video games and everything like that or you can learn some skills maybe you can even start streaming your own games so people can watch that mm-hmm. you know i'm thinking back to little bino doing his ear wiggle thing if you would recorded that and put it on youtube yeah you might have got some you know comments and whatnot but at a time I might like have been this, the Star Wars kid but people would have known who I was <laughs> yeah that's the thing people people would watch that stuff now so if you have a weird talent or you know even if you just want to start a beauty blog or you know a review thing or whatever get on it you know record yourself talk to YouTube upload it yeah that and, type of stuff have some fun with it and I think that's the other part too is even if you don't want other people to see you don't have to share it on YouTube or Facebook just do it for yourself true. if it's fun and but you're still scared I don't want anybody to see this nobody has to see it just do it watch it laugh it off and then you can decide later like yeah this is embarrassing or you know what I say I might, I might show this to somebody someday but just keep yourself entertained because your your brain is <laughs> it's pretty amazing I mean I would have killed to have you know, the ability to record myself doing stupid, you know, I used to think I was a comedian. I did a great Urkel impression when I was like eight or nine. So it would have been great to have that platform to upload that. Do you suppose your parents have a video of it somewhere at all? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a video of it somewhere. I don't know where it's at though. I think my grandma has it. I have a new mission in life. <laughs> eight year old Derek's Urkel impression shall be the world's. Man, I thought I was the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we, thanks for joining us for this the, the podcast again this week. I know, like I said, we're we're apart from each other, doing the whole social distancing thing. Where what what did the the governor call it? Doing our part to not spread those, those nasty germs, something like that. Yeah. So you know, just trying to spread a little bit of love around. And if you get some ideas on things that you think people could take advantage of to keep themselves entertained or add to the creativity of the world. So let us know in the comments, find us on social media at get geekish and uh, we'll, we'll talk at you next we're, week. Oh, what do you get? What do you got? And remember, I was just going to say, remember we're all in this together. So this, this is a uh, team effort. And no matter, no matter what part of it you're at, there's something that's going to suck, something that's going to be bad, something that's not going to be your favorite, something you're going to hate, but Hey, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Yep.
<laughs> just get geekish, get geekish about something and keep yourself uh, entertained. <laughs> distracted, maybe. Yes, just dis- distracted, um, stimulated. Keep your mind going. <laughs> you know what I mean. And just imagine Derek as Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> 